0: Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news analysis and context from Taichung, Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. Up today on the program, Eva Air offers a dream Hello Kitty trip to nowhere for Father's Day. Taiwan may be gunning for Hong Kong's finance industry. Six sitting legislators and the NPP chair are grilled in a bribery probe. Biden's top foreign policy advisor speaks out on Taiwan, possibly giving us some insight. But up first, some headlines. Taiwan experienced no typhoons or tropical storms in July for the first time since records started, according to the Central Weather Bureau. Taipei prosecutors on Thursday indicted the Far Eastern Air Transport Corp chairman Zhang Gangwei on a number of charges, including embezzling $3.5 billion NT from his dead debt-written carrier. According to the Taipei District Prosecutor's Office indictment, Zhang took over the management of FAT in 2009 after the carrier announced bankruptcy a year earlier by producing falsified financial statements of his own Hua Fu Group. Prosecutors are seeking severe punishment for Zhang as he allegedly obtained the FAT for his own financial gain and paid little attention to maintaining the safety of the airline's planes, putting the lives of its passengers and crew at risk. The Sports Administration has postponed the date when people can start claiming sports vouchers for one week to provide time to add more businesses that would accept payments with vouchers to the program. Zeng Lian of the main opposition KMT was confirmed Friday as the new Kaohsiung City Council Speaker, replacing Xu yuan who died after falling to his death in early June. Zheng was confirmed as the new speaker in a thirty-five to twenty-seven vote. That is good news for KMT Chairman Johnny Chang, Jiang Ji who had said he would resign if the KMT did not get the post. The Taiwan Creative Content Agency and Catchplay announced they have invested a total of 200 million NT in a new company, Screenworks, to promote original Taiwanese television and film content to an international audience. Catchplay is one of the teams behind such original Taiwanese content as The World Between Us and The Making of an Ordinary Woman. Its over-the-top service, or OTT service, Catchplay Plus, launched in 2016, and it's the only Taiwanese platform to successfully enter the international market, the agency said. I personally still think of Catchplay as the company producing VHS tapes. Taiwan's gross domestic product fell 0.73% from a year earlier in the second quarter because of the effects of the COVID-19 scare, the Directorate General of Budget, Accounting and Statistics said on Friday. The second quarter real GDP figure was well below an earlier forecast of 0.5% growth made by the DGBAS in May. Taiwanese firms expect growth to resume in the second half of the year, but profit margins would remain short of full recovery amid the pandemic, according to the Chenghua Institution for Economic Research. American Senator Cory Gardner on Wednesday called on the executive branch of the United States government to initiate discussions soon with Taiwan on a comprehensive bilateral trade agreement. According to a press release on Gardner's official website Wednesday, he made the proposal in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer early in the day. In the letter, which was also published on the website, Gardner said there is strong bipartisan support in Congress for the growing bilateral economic relationship between the U.S. and Taiwan. Eva Airways started selling tickets on Wednesday for a special Father's Day flight next month, which will fly close to Japanese territory without landing and then return to Taiwan as international air travel restrictions remain in effect in many countries due to the pandemic. The aircraft, decorated with the popular Japanese cartoon character Hello Kitty, will take a route across northeastern Taiwan towards the Ryukyu Islands in Japan, then head south along Taiwan's east coast, the airline said. The aircraft, decorated with the popular Japanese cartoon character, will take a route across northeastern Taiwan and then, of course, head back down south across the east coast. Now, I'm sure this is every father's dream gift for Father's Day. What, with a whole lot of time going absolutely nowhere, crammed into a small seat on a plane filled with Hello Kitty paraphernalia? Sorry, I normally focus on hard news, but this was just too funny to resist. Speaking at the Taiwan Capital Market Forum, President Tsai Ing-wen had some interesting comments. Quote, we are going to make Taiwan the number one center in Asia for capital movement. In the future, we are going to relax rules for international finance institutions to establish offshore banking units or OBUs in Taiwan make, and make it more convenient to use foreign currencies. With more OBUs in Taiwan, we'll be able to strengthen manufacturing development with all that capital, she said. Secondly, we also wish to establish ourselves as a wealth management center, she said. This means loosening rules and providing more diversified financial products and services. We can expand the scale of wealth management businesses and attract more institution, international institutions and capital to Taiwan. Tsai said Taiwan had two major advantages. First, our transparent laws and efficient courts are appealing to international businesses. Second, are comprehensive financial institutions. In addition, dividend yields are high in Taiwan, transactions are stable and transparent, and compared with surrounding countries, the liquidity of Taiwan's capital markets is high, Tsai said. Premier Su Zansang told the Forum that Taiwan has taken advantage of the U.S.-China trade dispute by encouraging investment. Quote, there has been more than $1 trillion NT in investment in Taiwan since last year's rise in U.S.-China trade tensions, Su said. According to last month's international assessments, Taiwan is the safest investment environment in Asia and third in the world after Switzerland and Norway. Okay, so clearly they're gunning for Hong Kong's financial industry, which is now under a cloud due to the new national security law imposed on it by China, and the loss of special treatment by the U.S. Most analysts think Taiwan's current regulations are too restrictive to attract those businesses from Hong Kong now. They are restrictive to cut down on money laundering and to help keep the NT dollar stable. The president's remarks, however, suggest they plan to tackle this. Other reasons why Taiwan is considered unattractive is is and it is unclear if they will tackle those. One is that both Hong Kong and Singapore use English common law, which Taiwan does not. Also English language ability and low salaries are some of the other issues. Six incumbent and former legislators were questioned and had their offices and homes raided by Taipei prosecutors Friday morning over bribery allegations. The lawmakers questioned include Chen Ming and Liao Guodong of the opposition KMT, independent lawmaker Zhao Zheng Yu and Su Zhenqing of the DPP. The, and two former lawmakers under investigation are Mark Chen or Chen Tangshan of the DPP and new power party chairman Xu Yongming. All of the lawmakers except for Chow were questioned on whether they took bribes from former Pacific distribution investment company chairman Lee Honglong to help Li in his legal battle against the Far Eastern Group over ownership of the Pacific Sogo department store chain. The legislative UN said it was cooperating with prosecutor searches of lawmakers offices and would not comment on the ongoing investigation. In all, the prosecutor's office sent 34 prosecutors and 230-plus investigators to conduct searches at 65 locations across Taiwan. According to prosecutors, Lee allegedly bribed five legislators with thousands to millions of NT dollars through a Guo Kemin. Guo was previously office manager of the incumbent DPP legislator Su Zhenqing. Arriving at the district prosecutor's office with investigators on Friday, Lee told the press he did not give the lawmakers any money. However, he admitted loaning 20 million NT to his, quote, good friend, Sue, and said this had been paid back. So former DPP legislator Mark Chen was released on bail of 500,000 NT Saturday morning. KMT legislator Chen zhao and NPP chairman Xu Yongming both denied receiving money from Li. In addition to the Sogo case, prosecutors are investigating whether two funeral service firms tried to bribe the independent legislator uh, Zhao Zheng-yu. Guo ke is once again accused of being the middleman. Now, if these allegations are true and these politicians are convicted, it would be a bad look for the parties involved. The KMT probably won't take much damage politically. They're already associated with corruption. The DPP may take some damage, but it's a big party with its own share of past corruption issues. Both parties may lose some support to the Taiwan People's Party as a result, but I doubt very much. It's the NPP that stands to take the biggest hit. This is supposed to be an idealistic, clean party free of the sleaze of the two major parties. Xu isn't just any party member. He's the chairman of the party. In the past legislator, legislature, the party had to kick out a legislator for ethical lapses. But this is a whole other level of sleaze and corruption if proven true. How the party handles this may be crucial to their image going forward. No matter what, some damage has already been done to their squeaky clean image. Antony Blinken, a former deputy secretary of state and top foreign policy advisor to presumptive Democratic nominee for U.S. President Joe Biden, said Friday on a Bloomberg TV interview, quote, President Trump has helped China advance its own key strategic goals by weakening alliances, abandoning U.S. values on human rights, and debasing America's democracy. Blinken warned that an emboldened China, seeing that it can get away with its increasingly tight hold over Hong Kong, may next seek to change the status quo in Taiwan. Quote, if China is getting signals of impunity, Then one's concern is it may think it can do the same with regard to Taiwan, he said. Biden would, quote, step up defenses of Taiwan's democracy by exposing Beijing's efforts to interfere, he said. The irony is Taiwan has been a success story over the last decades in terms of how the U.S. and China have handled it. So this is so far the closest we've gotten to finding out what Biden thinks. And unfortunately, it isn't directly from the horse's mouth. It's also a mixed bag. Certainly, stepping up defenses of Taiwan's democracy sounds good. But what exactly does he mean by exposing Beijing's efforts to interfere? And to call how the U.S. and China have handled Taiwan over the last decades could hardly be called a success story. The U.S. has imposed upon itself all sorts of restrictions on how it can interact with Taiwan with no necessary legal basis and only done to appease China to no useful purpose. Successive administrations were also parsimonious in allowance of arms sales. China, meanwhile, has been acting the bully at every turn and has already changed the status quo, no matter what Blinken may think. It's hard to find these comments entirely encouraging, but they aren't entirely discouraging either. Biden historically has been a China appeaser and has voted against arms sales to Taiwan in the past. However, he also changes his mind and goes with the times, and he has been talking a tougher game on China recently. But his signaling on Taiwan recently has been mixed. For example, he congratulated President Tsai on her inauguration on Twitter, which is good. But he referred to her as Dr. Tsai, not president, which is bad. The people I've spoken to who are former diplomats or military, many of whom don't like President Trump, are uniformly concerned that if Biden is elected, he'll bring back many of President Obama's foreign policy team, which was considerably less friendly to Taiwan than the current administration. Blinken's comments sound stronger than Obama-era policy, but less full-throated in support for Taiwan than the current administration. All right, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Our Our patrons help keep this project going forward, and we do put a lot of time into producing these shows for you. Be sure to hit like, subscribe, hit the bell, all that good stuff. And I'll not be recording tomorrow, but I'll be back the day after. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our Patron at Report.TW.